Savannah Grant climbed out of the truck and took a deep breath of the crisp fall air. Though it had snowed last night, the sky this morning was rich and blue, and the sun was surprisingly warm. The aspen trees surrounding the small clearing glowed a rich, vibrant gold that contrasted sharply with the blue of the sky and the white of the snow-covered peaks looming high above. Leaves littered the ground beneath her feet, but the snow that had covered them earlier had melted. Now, the sunlight gleamed through the drops of water that remained, making them glow like tiny diamonds. But this tranquil setting hit a darker heart. She slammed the door shut and turned as a second truck came to a halt in the clearing. Three men climbed out, two deputy rangers and a brown-haired teen who looked positively green around the gills. The teenager's gaze skirted the clearing, resting momentarily on the barely visible trail that disappeared through the aspens. Then he gulped and looked at Savannah. His blue eyes were wide and frightened, a sure sign that, for once in his short life, Matt wasn't crying wolf. I don't have to go back up there, do I? No. She tried to give the kid a reassuring smile, but it probably looked as fake as it felt. But then, it wasn't every day that two human tourists were murdered within a week of each other inside the confines of the Ripple Creek Werewolf Reservation. And worse, those murders were an almost exact replica of a past event, an event that still haunted her dreams. A shiver ran down her spine, not from the cold, though here in the mountains it was chilly despite the sun's heat. While her clairvoyant skills were sometimes hit and miss, she'd certainly had more than her fair share of premonitions come true, and that's what she was feeling now. The past she'd tried so hard to forget was about to be resurrected. She rubbed her arms and stepped away from the truck. Ike, do you want to stay here with Matt? But I want to go up there with you, Ike, she warned. In no mood to take any of the young deputies' crap today. Either you do as I say, or you head back down the mountain. How the hell am I going to learn anything? You can always sit at a desk and do paperwork, she cut in. Your choice. Sullen didn't even begin to describe his expression as he nodded. Guilt slithered through her, but she shoved it away and glanced across at Ronan. Ready? The russet-haired deputy nodded and hitched the small backpack onto his shoulder. She spun and walked across the clearing. Sunlight filtering through the golden leaves dappled the faint path, but quickly gave way to deeper shadows as they moved into the pines. You were a bit hard on the kid, weren't you? Ronan said, his deep voice seeming to resonate through the silence. I know he can be annoying where you're concerned, but he truly is eager to learn. She blew out a breath. I know, it's just that you're dreaming again, aren't you? She looked over her shoulder. Ronan's gray eyes gleamed almost silver in the shadows, full of concern. But then, they'd known each other a very long time. Ronan was not only one of her few close friends, but her very first lover when she'd been a teenager, just starting to explore her sexuality. And even though it went against her policy of not mixing business and pleasure, they still shared a moon dance when one of them was feeling lonely. What makes you think that? His smile lit up his eyes. The only time you're so short-tempered is when you're feeling the heat of the moon or have been dreaming.
Considering we shared a few rather energetic nights last weekend, I figured it was the latter. She grinned. Have you made the bed yet? Yeah, otherwise Connor would be curious. She nodded. The cabin they used for their retreats had been in Ronan's family for years, but these days it was only occupied in spring when the fishing was good. It was the perfect sanctuary the rest of the year, except that Connor, Ronan's younger brother, was one of those wolves who had a nose for intrigue and always seemed to be three steps behind them. While he didn't appear to know about their sometime affair, neither of them wanted him to find out, if only because the kid was a blabbermouth. Besides, their illicit meetings not only went against her own rules, but council rules as well.